You are listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We are so glad you are here, and wherever you are listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. For the next few minutes, I want to talk to you. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a build-up from what we were talking about last time. Amen. Uh, we're talking about using words or the use of words, how to use your words properly. Hallelujah. And that sometimes we can be careful, where you find sometimes people just talk carelessly and talk anyhow just because it's something that has come to their mind or because that's what they think or feel at that time. Hallelujah. But I want you to know something. That each and every one of us has a responsibility. Aliense wa ifainanchito yoyanga niramau ya menakamu. Kusamala kamwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be careless with your words. Amen. Now, something that helps us. Alright. Is if we can have our minds submitted to God. Amen. When your mind is submitted to God what you say becomes a different thing. Can you say amen to that? Now, we'll begin it from here. The Bible shows us in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. Let's start from there, from verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter number 10 and verse 3. For this particular lesson, I will use the NLT, New Living Translation, uh, for this scripture. The Bible says, we are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and tell them, at one point, tell them, say, at one point, you are going to have to fight. Tell them again, at one point, you are going to have to fight. It's possible that you are fighting right now. It says we are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. Okay? So there is a way humans do it. Like it's happening in Russia and Ukraine. Alright? Which is something we need God's intervention there for. Amen. Alright? It says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons. Hallelujah. Yes. And the weapons that we use, okay, this is how they work, or this is what they do. If in the to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. So then it tells you something. That there is a war that takes place. Amen. And each one of us, we are engaged in that war. Hallelujah. But the difference is that even if we are human, the war we are engaged in is not fought using human tools and human weapons. Citizens, that's a vidavo moon too. 
Hello? It says, but we use God's mighty weapons. Amen? So, as humans, in the war we are engaged in, we have got weapons. Somebody say amen. Aha. Uh -huh. So, you should not think you don't have what to use. You have what to use. But there is a difference. Okay? Having a weapon and knowing how to use the weapon. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Because are you with me? Are you following me so far? Alright. So he says we use God's mighty weapons. Not worldly weapons. <sighs> Meaning that when the war starts or when you are in the middle of the war you have been engaged in that war you cannot respond to the attack humanly. You cannot respond to the attack. You must understand that the war I am in, even if I am a human being, is not a physical war. If we are using God's mighty weapons, which are not human physical weapons or weapons that were built by people, then the war is not fought in the human plane. It's, it's fought in a different plane. Hello, but wait, it is not where you think. It says to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. Amen. And I'll be, I'll be dwelling on human reasoning today. To knock down what? The strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy. And to do what? To destroy. And what are we destroying? False arguments. Can I ask you a question? How many of us have seen a demon here? How many of us have seen a demon in this scripture? Down I'm a demon. Ah, Papa, my scripture. Hello? Hallelujah. The thing is that many times when we talk about strongholds, the first thing that comes to mind is demons. Alright? Demons. And, and, and all those things. And we marry this one with Ephesians chapter 6. Okay? Which tells us that we should put on the armor of God. Which is very good and very correct. You must put on the armor of God. And then it tells us for the weapon. It tells us again to say that we are engaged in a warfare. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and, and all those things. Right? We understand that one, isn't it? But here, it is telling us something. That the weapons you have are weapons to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. Hallelujah. Now, let me ask you a question. When you knock down the stronghold of human reasoning, Hello? So, we are seeing from this passage of scripture that somebody can have a stronghold 
Okay, or let me let me let me say it correctly. That what we are seeing in this scripture, when it talks about the stronghold of human reasoning, it means there is a certain way that people think, kaganizidwe, and that kaganizidwe is now a stronghold in their mind, because you reason with your mind. So the war is going on where, in the mind. So kambiri. The war in the heavenlies and in what? But first and foremost, you must understand that right where you are, where you are seated, each and every other time, there is a war that is going on in your mind. Before you can think of strongholds outside, you need to through the word of God and understand and know where you stand, where you are. Because you must understand. Let me explain first of all, what is a stronghold? A stronghold, uh, is, it, it is a military term also. Okay, Back then, a stronghold was a, a place which was very difficult to enter into. It was a one heavily guarded Okay, it was heavily guarded, and two, it had locks and vovariza variza. It was not a place you can easily enter. It is not a place you can easily enter. Amen. It is when the war gets heated. Okay, if they are seeing themselves being defeated, they will have themselves locked up in their stronghold. From their stronghold, they can defeat you. Amen. A stronghold. So we are saying, is a place difficult to penetrate. It is heavily guarded. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. you, it, it even has its own armory. But even things to fight with. It is nearly impenetrable. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. That is what a stronghold is. A stronghold is a place of your advantage. Okay. Because when you are there, you are your strongest. You are your strongest. You have got everything. That is what a stronghold is. Now, when we bring it to the scriptures, and the Bible tells us about stronghold of human reasoning and the bible says we have got weapons to knock them down chamanitish to understand and what you are seeing there is that there are certain things we have or rather certain thoughts or thought patterns that we have that are like strongholds hallelujah hallelujah they are like strongholds um, such that something are you getting what i'm saying hallelujah can i give you an example very close to home amen when we were praying for people here somebody with a stronghold of human reasoning was thinking we are pushing them Amen. 
Wena ngwezo kanzo viasi, ififachitika hapa, ndiye miti ingijamene wanariko watiko ni yesterday, wanapanga wanakutu wapwere wasemu kioro wapwere wakwe, wachiteko so. Humani, ah, tiente kambe ilipu wapo pa paskilini, humani chani? Ya. Oh God in heaven help us today. Amen. Let's read the rest of the scripture and then we'll get back to what we're talking about. We use, the, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture, we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Hello. Hallelujah. Again, I'll ask you. Could you All right. Go back to verse 4, please. <laughs> we talk about human reasonings. There are certain things I can give. I'll give two. Okay? I'll give two. There are more, but I'll give two. Okay? The sense of human reasonings. Now, Remember I said that a stronghold is something that is a, is a strong place. It is a place where you have advantage. It's a place you cannot easily be defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. Usually, to defeat a stronghold, you must have someone working for you from the inside. Hallelujah. Yes. Ndenu ucha, ndi azabura sokoneze tu ntumkati. Asire dala kaloko, and what? Ndenu wapesire pongena. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your stronghold as a group, okay, your inside man might be Judas. Because they don't know how to catch you, they don't know how to cloud, to get a hold of you, but Judas, anga wapaseko some inside information. Ah, but look at this. I said two things. Number one, traditions. Say with me, say traditions. Now, traditions of men. Traditions of men can actually be a strong one he knew resisting the word of God. Because remember, remember, verse 7. What you know and what you believe will ndiye chizangala chintu chamene uza selenzesa kupima vose vamene vibwera vamene ungapunzireko Hello Are you understanding? Eh uh -huh. and many times if vasiana na vamene nisiva na vamene nikurupirira orokuti vamene vabwera ni vazoona because vamene nikurupirira na vamene nisiva vasiana na vamene namvera na vamene naona nizashusha That's why itima kamba kuti chani sivi machitika so sitinavuonepo vamtu nduyu but you must understand that you have only been here for a short time. And you don't know everything. Money, yeah. So, sometimes 
our traditions will hinder and stop the word of God. And Jesus said something. Mark chapter number 10. If I, I won't finish. I, 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 I won't finish. So, we'll continue next week. Mark chapter 7. Did I say chapter 10? Okay, sorry, chapter 7. So, Jesus is talking to them here. And he's telling them about the law that Moses gave them. Okay? The law to honor their father and their mother. Alright? So he says, oh, okay, guys are still in 2 Corinthians. Mark chapter 7, verse 10. He says, for instance, Moses gave you this law from God. Where did the law come from? Where did the law come from? Alright. Honor your father and mother. And anyone who speaks disrespectfully of his father or mother must what? Must be put to death. Then verse 11 says, But you say it is alright for people to say to their parents, Sorry, I can't help you. For I have vowed to give to God what I would have given to you. Verse 12, in this way, you let, them you let them disregard their parents. Verse 13, so you cancel the word of God in order to hand down your own tradition. And this is only one example of many other things. Hello? So he's telling them, Jesus was talking to them here about something. He says, Imwe, vamene muchita. Above the word of God. You get your traditions and you put them above Mauyamurung. And this is what you say. Meanwhile, look, God has told you that you must honor your father and your mother. And then Imwe, Mwenda Kuza Makoro Kutaa Singa Kutandi Zen, Chamenezo Kutini Kupaseni, Nachilonjeza Kudala Kwa Murungu. Okay? So what was happening is that people were using that. Okay? To not, not to help or not to honor Makorovao. Okay? They'll just say, ah, Mwani Pesera Poipa Dadi, Nikina offering. He doesn't even have the intention to give that offering. You understand, eh? So Jesus was telling them, and so what has happened is now you have made the word of God of no effect because of what? because of your traditions and then he says this is just one example of the many things hallelujah now these people really originally according to God their tradition was the word of God. Up to today, the Jews, what they'll follow is the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. They'll uphold that above anything else. But what started happening is that now, traditions created by man began to make word of no effect for them. And even today, we call ourselves Christians, but when it comes to some things in our lives, what we uphold are the traditions 
of man. Pastor Abel, kindly give us the definition of tradition. You have, you have got you have got the it's a fear of dead people. Huh? The fear of dead people. The fear of dead people. Yes. Tradition. And let me give you another one. That's his. Let me give you another one. Tradition is peer pressure from dead people. That's why you find some of the traditions we follow. And we are moving with them. Why do you do this? You can't explain. What happens when you don't do this? You don't know. And what has been happening? Human reasoning. Yes. There's a story. I was reading a book. I think it must have been a book by Jerry Saville. Yeah, I think it was written by Jerry Saville or someone. Uh, he teaches, in, in, that, in that story, he tells of how this army commander, he took over this barrack. And he became the army commander of that barrack. He found two soldiers guarding a bench. He asked them, why are you guarding this bench? They said, we were posted here. He tried to find out. Nobody could explain. So he went to the one who was there, the general. He asked him, why do you have two soldiers armed and guarding a bench? He says, I don't know. You ask the general that was there before me. He went and asked the other one. General, I've recently taken over the barrack, but I found that there is a tradition where there are two soldiers guarding a bench. What is there? He says, I don't know. Ask the general that was there. Went to the other general, Kumfusa. General, I took over the barrack. Yes, I know you have retired. It's been many years. But parikoma soldier, He says, ah, go to this place. You will find the general who was there before me. He's the one who knows. He went to that general and asked him, General, why pa bench pa japama peseka palima soja wawiri umosa imirirauk, wina imirirauk, and they are guarding that bench. And the general answered, is the paint on that bench still wet up to now? He said, the reason neza nafa kapo masoja is tenza tina painta bench, so stenza ofuna kutipankarevantu. So unuza kutina manje paint, ikariona These were five generals ago. And everybody found ah near my normal chitin. And uh we all could change into because what's my nerve in and dinner in Mosa. Human Hallelujah. And so you find the word of God will come to you. The word of God will come to you. Hallelujah. And tell you, you are above. You are the head and not the tail. You have been given authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. But every time we see a whirlwind, you are shaken. You, are, you begin to look away. You want to step aside because has taught you. And so every time you see a whirlwind, your finger is already. Human reasoning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
about this a little bit further next week. Is that all right? My time is up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let me ask you a question. Let me leave you with this question that you can ask yourself. Is what I believe true? What do I believe? Is what I believe true? Is what I know the truth? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is what I know the truth? Is what I believe the truth? Where, what is the source of what I believe and what I know? What is the source? Hallelujah. Somebody in upholding that one day answered us and told us, I am out. Talking about the Bible, talking about the word of God. We told them the word of God says A B C that ah What do you mean? Hallelujah. The stronghold of what? Human reasoning. Praise the Lord. Shall we be upstanding? I will, I will continue next week, I promise. You've been listening to Healing for the Nations podcast. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you were blessed by today's message. To know more about us, text connect to healingnations2 at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. See you next time.